Hey guys, this is Pastor Stacy at Trinity of Fairview. Welcome to our Be the Man podcast. I look to join you here every Monday as I share principles that will equip you to undertake your job description as a husband to be the man in your household. Look forward to sharing with you week in and week out. Hey guys, this is Pastor Stacy. Just tickled to death to have you right here on this uh, iteration of Be the Man, this little podcast. I pray that you guys are just out there killing it in, in your marriage or in your relationship, your courtship. And I pray the Lord is just using this podcast to help you fulfill your matrimonial job description from Ephesians 5. We've been talking about that very particular thing in this podcast, how to love our wives, the challenge to love our wives as Christ has loved the church and given himself for her. Uh, I've had a testimony from a young man in my small group, said he had listened to the entire series three or four times, which just blesses me. He said, I felt so prompted, Pastor, just to call my wife and to say to her, you're my treasure. You're the most precious thing in the world to me. And guys, I'm glad it's making a difference in your lives. And I want to challenge you to keep it up. I further want to challenge you, if it's making a difference in your life, make sure you share it with, with a couple of guys. Make sure you push it out and, and spread the word that this is going on. Uh, certainly not for Eli and I's benefit, but for the benefit of men and ultimately the glory of Jesus Christ. Today, I want to sow a word into your spirit, guys. I want to sow the word anticipation into your spirit. And I want you to know that anticipation is really a a very powerful tool to have and to develop in your relationship as a husband. And I want to make a statement here. I believe it's an integral part of marriage that we find our sufficiency in our spouse. That somehow our needs are met in that soulmate that we found, in that person that is our completion, that we find our sufficiency there, that our needs are met in our spouse. And really, one could argue that this statement is the idea of marriage. It really pervades it well, the idea of marriage at its core. So I want to ask you, husband, does your wife, does she find her sufficiency in you? And you say, Pastor, that's a tall order. Yeah, and it is. It's really impossible, but it's certainly a good goal. I will say it's a given that no human being can meet your every need. The only person that can meet your every need is Jesus Christ. And in Him, as believers, we find our sufficiency above and beyond. But marriage is really a mirror of that relationship between Christ and His church. And we should find somehow our sufficiency in one another. Our needs should be met in one another. The model of Jesus Christ teaches us this. So today, I want to challenge you to develop this skill of anticipation. You say, Pastor, you're talking about anticipation, and you're talking about sufficiency. Which one are you talking about? Well, I'm talking about anticipation in relation to the needs of your bride. And what you need to learn to do and focus on doing is is to anticipate the needs of your bride and have them met when she gets to the place to experience that point of need. So what does the word anticipate mean? Uh, well, it can mean longingly and excitingly waiting for something. I'm 
a guy that lives from one big event to the next. I've taught that to my family. We are a family that lives from one thing to the next. When's the next trip? When's the next get-together? When's the next thing? So I live kind of in a state of excitedly waiting for the next thing. For some of you guys, I would challenge you to, to Google an old Heinz 57 catch-up commercial. Uh, Anticipation was the song by Carly Simon that they used for it. And over and over, it's a person waiting on the ketchup to pour out of the bottle. And they were like, Anticipation, think how good it's going to taste when the ketchup actually gets there. It is slow good, was their slogan. So it can mean longingly and excitingly waiting for something, or it can mean this, to see something before it happens, to survey the landscape, to take in some data, and to say, I believe this is going to happen. As a result of the temperature in this moment, I look ahead down the road, and I see a situation is going to arise, and I'm able to plan for it. That's really the definition of anticipation. Both of those are great, but I'm focusing on that. Hey, I need to look ahead, read the data, see a situation, understand that a need could likely arise from, from the situation, and I want to have that need met if I see it. I want to start making plans to meet that need even before it gets there. You know, I anticipate sometimes, depending on what time of day I'm traveling, whether it's going to be traffic or not, whether I'm going to run into delays or not. And if I anticipate that there's going to be delays, as a result, I leave a little earlier. That's kind of a good mindset. So that's what I'm talking about with anticipation. And guys, it's a wonderful and essential skill in being the man to anticipate the needs of your bride. Again, through this series, I've said this a lot. It applies well here. Be proactive. Be proactive and not reactive in your posture towards your bride. So let me give you a little scriptural background for this. Do you realize that Christ has anticipated every need the bride would ever have and has already provided for that need? Think about that. Jesus Christ has already anticipated every need, the bride, and I'm going to boil it down, every need you would have as his child. He has already anticipated that need and made provision for it. And our job description that we get from Ephesians 5 implies that he anticipated and met the greatest need that, that the world had ever known, the greatest need that men and women would ever had, he have. He anticipated it, and he met it in his death, his burial, in his resurrection. If we go all the way back to the garden, we just see how far ahead of time he was looking when he saw this great need in our life. Because of the fall in the garden, guys, we needed desperately both regeneration, we needed new life, and we needed restoration. We needed right relationship with God. And God knew this even in the garden, and he set a plan in motion right there to bring these realities to bear, to meet these needs, to provide for those great and grandiose, actually the greatest needs that human beings will ever have. We see in Genesis 3.15 what in theological circles we call the proto-evangelium. That means the first mention of the gospel. Right there on the heels of the fall, he talks about the coming of the Messiah and that he will bruise Satan's head. He, he might strike Jesus in the heel, but he's going to step on Satan's head and ultimately destroy him. And that's the first mention of the gospel right there in Genesis 3.15. What he was doing was anticipating the fact these young people, these people are going to need forgiveness. They are. They're going to need an open way to have a fresh relationship. They're going to need life because death is now in the picture. And what are we going to do about the need of mankind? And right there, 
the Father and the Son come in, came into agreement and said, we're going to meet that need. They anticipated the need and met it, guys, before we were even born, much less before we realized that we had it. Uh, guys, I didn't even know I needed him until I was seven years old, you know, 2,000 years after his death. And, and how much time we don't know, we estimate how much time between the garden. And if we dig a little deeper, the word bears witness that the Lamb of God was slain before the foundation of the world. So even before any of this came into being, he had looked ahead in time, anticipated the need of his bride, and met that need. And there in Ephesians 5, if you look a little bit, you see it. Love your wives as Christ loved the church, and he gave himself for her. He anticipated the need, and he made provision to meet that need. Such should be our goal, guys, in relationship to our brides. Now, we're not going to be perfect. No way. A human being cannot be perfect in this because we don't perfectly know the future, but we must try our best, and we need to develop the skill of anticipation in relationship to our bride. So, guys, anticipate the need. Have the provision ready the moment that your your bride actually needs it. You say, how do you do this, Pastor? Well, I'm glad you asked. So I'm going to give you some practical insight here uh, on how to really develop this skill of anticipating a need and having the provision ready uh, the moment that your bride needs it. Number one, utilize all the other tools that we've talked about and take notes. Man, utilize all the other tools. Put them into play and, and begin to take notes. Just talk about communication. When, when you're communicating with your bride, listen. Listen to her and take notes, and she will clue you in, guys, to her needs if you pay attention. Uh, Tammy said the other day, man, oh, man, my curtain rod broke downstairs in the studio stage. My curtain rod broke. You know what I did? I picked up my phone, got right on Amazon, and I, and I ordered her a new curtain rod to go down in the studio. She didn't ask me to do that, but I heard what she said. I, I think I'm going to have a need before somebody else comes and stays uh, to replace that curtain downstairs. And man, what a joy it was when she came to the place to say, do you think you could get me another curtain rod? I could say, hey, it's going on the way to day it's 10 stops away right now on amazon babe and man that did something uh, in in her eyes of, in relation to how she viewed me anticipating the need that she had um, other day she called texted said man it's been a long day i'll be getting home late this evening this was actually yesterday it's gonna it's gonna be a late night babe it's gonna be at least 8 30 or so before i'm home things are just kind of piling up and it's just gonna be a late evening i didn't say well well who's gonna fix my supper guys i did not say that to her i promise you that's the words podcast go back to that you'll be sorry if you say things like that out loud uh, i did not say to her who's gonna have my supper ready no i thought of a way to have her something ready because she wasn't asking for it but i knew that when she came in the house she was gonna be tired she was gonna be hungry she was going to be ready to settle in for just a few minutes. So I didn't do anything elaborate, but just had her something to eat, something to drink, a, a soft place to sit down and, and relax and take a breath. So the first thing you need to do is put all these other tools. I talked about listening and communication especially, but if you go back through that podcast, any of those tools, when you begin to employ them and you begin to undertake them, when your perspective of her begins to be she's your treasure, all of a sudden you get better at realizing what her needs are. So you utilize the other tools and, and make notes, man. When you see a need, write it down. A short pencil's better than a long memory. So write it down 
and say, man, I'm going to meet that need for her because I just heard it. She didn't even know she was communicating it to me, but I just heard it. And I'm going to do my best to meet that need in her life. Number two, make a, make a working list of her recurring big moment needs. Guys, there are some needs that your bride has that she's going to need them at the same time, year in and year out. And I call these big moment needs. And I anticipate those big moments. I'm prepared for those big moments. And I'm not even talking so much about about birthdays and stuff like that. I, I know every July 25th is going to be a big day for Tammy. It's the day her dad went on to be with the Lord. I know March 13th is going to be a big day because it's the day Mamma Faye went on home to be with the Lord, Tammy's mama, my bride's mama. So I know those are big days for her. And I try to be her sufficiency. I try to anticipate the needs of the hour and have some provision for her in those days. Even things like Christmas money. So Tammy was a teacher for you guys that 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 are just getting to know me through this podcast and my family. Tammy was a, a teacher in the state school system in the Buncombe County School System for oh man, twenty five plus years. As a result, she got what they called a bonus around Thanksgiving. And Tammy is a shopper. I believe that is her spiritual gift, is shopping. She loves shopping, and I love letting her shop for me. And she loves her Christmas shop especially. That's one of her things. So we would set aside that bonus. Every year, we would set aside part of that bonus so she would have the ability to go shop. Well, dudes, when she retired, you know what one of the first things that hit my mind was? That bonus isn't going to be there this fall. I mean, she stepped out of the teaching realm and and, and into retirement realm, and uh, that bonus I knew wasn't going to be there. So what I did was start setting aside a little bit of money every week, started putting it aside, putting it aside, putting it aside. And guys, it was a red-letter day for me because I knew she was thinking about it, and she didn't want to say anything about it because she didn't want to put any pressure on me because that's just the bride that she is. But I knew that was on her mind, and it was a red-letter day for me when I was able to say to her in November as Thanksgiving was coming, Honey, I know that your bonus isn't going to be there this year, but I've set aside some money for you to be able to do what you always do. And oh my goodness, guys, that was huge. So my challenge to you is make a working list of her big recurring moments, those things that you know are going to come about in her life year after year. Number three is this. Realize that your bride needs more than just material things. I'm not just talking about material needs that we need to be trying to meet. As a matter of fact, it might be that the material needs are last on the list of the things that she needs most from you. What about her emotional needs? What about psychological needs? What about physical needs? What about ultimately spiritual needs? So guys, we have to be clued into the fact that our bride needs more from us than just material things. It's great to have a roof over their head. It's great to, to help provide. And today, most homes have two people working, so we do this together. So if you're the budgeter, it's great to have that provision made and that process in place. But guys, they need more. Our brides deserve and need more from us than just material needs met in their lives. We need to concentrate on those emotional needs. We need to concentrate on those psychological needs. We need to concentrate on those physical needs. We need to concentrate especially on those spiritual needs. And if you go all the way back to podcast number one, when we talked about that spiritual connection, uh, actually it was number two, first, first, first meaty podcast. Go back to that spiritual connection that we had talked about Man, begin to foster that, and you will find that you begin to meet her spiritual needs as best you can 
as a husband and in your place in that role, reminding you now that only Jesus Christ is able to meet our needs. Only He is able to do it completely, 100% efficient and sufficient. He is the only one capable of doing that. But our goal needs to be that we are used by Him in our bride's life to meet every need we possibly can in the role that He has given us as husbands. Guys, my aim is to anticipate and meet the needs of my bride, not in one arena. My aim is to anticipate and meet her needs in all of the arenas. Number four. Number four is is this. Understand that anticipation requires from you a non-self-focus for sure. You cannot be self-centered. It can't be about you, and you have a chance of anticipating the needs of your bride and providing for, for those needs. So make sure that you understand this requires a non-self-centered focus for sure. It, it's got to be about her, guys. It's got to be about her. And when you think about her, I promise you just the fact that you posture yourself, if you decide today, all right, Pastor, I've never really thought about it this way before, but if you decide just to posture yourself, guys, just to have it on your mind when you get up in the morning, just to pray maybe, Lord, help me. Help me to see her needs and help me to have the provision, the right provision from your hands for your glory to be able to meet her needs. Man, just because you're cognizant and aware of it and focused on it, I'm telling you, it'll, it'll come about. Now, you might be saying this, Pastor Stacy, she isn't even trying to anticipate my needs. I bet she is, guys. I bet she is. I, I bet you might not see it all the time, but I bet she is. And further, when you begin to intentionally develop this sense of anticipation in her life, she's going to do the same in yours, and it's going to come to light. And now that you're aware of it, you'll see it more than you ever have before. Likely, you'll find that she's been doing this all along. And if you give yourself some grace, guys, and some leeway in this, you'll find that you've been doing this. I'm just bringing it to the forefront to tell you what a valuable skill this is to have in your set and to pay attention to it. Because if you're going to be the man, you're going to have to learn to anticipate and meet the needs of the bride. And man, you might not have been even thinking about it to this point and been doing it. But when you begin to think about it, oh, you're, you're even going to go further. So closing this out, I want to give you a secret, guys. I'm going to tell you a secret. Anticipating the need uh, and letting her in turn get to the point of feeling the need for just a brief moment and then pouring out the provision, that is powerful. Because you want to tell her ahead of time. And that's okay if you do. Baby, I know you're going to have a need in six months, and I got that need covered right now. But honestly, if, if there's a moment where she begins to think, oh, man, I've got a need this week, and, and you pour that provision out in that moment, the fact comes to light that you were thinking about it six months ago, and here you are. That is powerful. So there's, some, there's an art to um, the moment you pour out those resources in your bride's life. And I'm telling you, uh, it is good when you learn to sense the timing of it and get a little closer to the moment of need before you realize, release that provision. Doesn't the Lord do that with us? He keeps us moving ahead sometimes, and I have in my mind, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to do that. I don't know how I'm going to do that. I don't know how I'm going to do that. And then when I need the grace, when I need the power, when I need the peace, when I need the strength, when I need the money, the Lord pours it into my life in that moment of need. And oh, what a relational moment we have as my Father, as my God, as my Savior, as my friend, as my provider. What a moment of worship and relationship that we have. I think about when I was a kid, I loved 
football, loved playing football like crazy, was, was a lot smaller and a, and a lot faster, a lot more nimble in those days. And I loved playing cornerback because you could bait. I, when I was younger, you could almost bait the quarterback into throwing the ball at your guy. And I was fast enough to make up the difference and, 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 and break on the ball and make it. And I loved just laying off my guy, anticipating which way he was going to cut and anticipating the throw. And then at that last minute, cutting in and, and making a play on the ball. That's what I'm talking about with your wife. When you can learn to do that, when you see that need and say, oh my gosh, this is an opportunity right here to do something that blesses her and to deliver it in the very best way at the very best moment. Mark my words, if you do this, oh, what a tender time you're going to have at the house together when the needs are met and she finds her sufficiency in you. Guys, anticipation. It means to see the need before it happens, to look ahead, see a situation and plan for it. And as much as humanly possible, guys, I tell you, I desire to anticipate and meet the needs of my bride. And I know that you do as well. I'll tell you another little secret. In her needs being met, you'll find that yours are as well every time. There's something about meeting the need of a person that just loves you and trusts you as much as your bride. And what a marvelous thought that overarching all of that is the sufficiency of Christ, that all of our needs are met in Him and through Him. May it be so from our bride's perspective toward us. Guys, anticipate. Just think on it this week. Just just have it on your mind as you go. Just have that maybe in the forefront of your thoughts. As, as I want to develop this skill of, of listening, of cataloging, of anticipating the needs that my bride has, this full spectrum of them. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, as best I can as a human being, trying to meet those needs. Guys, I love you with all my heart. I'm thankful for Eli sitting here today. God has just blessed me to have him. And, and next podcast, we may be doing a little something different too. So I want to give you a heads up for that, and that'll be exciting. I think we might bring another panel member in with us and, and have a good time of discussion about being the man. I want you to know I love you. I'm praying for all of you today and stay at it out there, guys. Don't give up. I love you all. Thanks for tuning in to Be The Man. I hope you were blessed today as Pastor Stacy gives you tools on how to be the man of your household. Our hope is that through this, you are equipped with practical principles for a godly and happy marriage. If you were blessed today, please share this podcast with your friends and family and leave us a review. Have a wonderful day and catch us next time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any of Trinity of Fairview's media outlets.